Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 322. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis. I thank you for listening. You may either be experiencing this blogcast as uh, extremely late or very early <laughs> because I missed last Monday, which is Monday is my is my broadcast day. Do we call it broadcasting and podcasting? It's podcast day, I guess, uh, because I was not well. It was not COVID. I took four rapid tests and one PCR, and they are all negative. I believe it was allergies. They're hanging around a little bit, um, which is, you can probably hear in my voice a bit. So it's late because this is a week late, but it's also a little bit early because I am recording this on Sunday night. Usually I record sort of Monday evening and then get the blog cast out sort of late evening. Okay, after 10 uh, if I'm really pushing it, you know, I'll just get it in right under the wire before midnight. Um, that is not happening tonight. Tonight I'm recording on a Sunday, uh, although it is going to be Monday quite soon. So, but I'm going to get this out into the feed earlier than usual. So in that way, it's early, right? And I thought I would like to get this into the feed a bit early uh, for um, my mom, so this blogcast is dedicated to my mom, who is currently in jail. <laughs> I will tell you more about that shortly, but just to say I wanted to get this into the feed, so as my mom is going home from jail, she has a blogcast to listen to. So that's why I'm uh, putting a little, a little extra hustle on this and getting it out Sunday night. Um, so yeah, so she's in jail because she was protesting. She did a demonstration with a group called Declare Emergency. They got arrested. They had to go to trial. No one thought that the judge would send them to jail, but the judge is one of these like meanie Republican. Uh, I don't know. She sounds awful. Uh, but she sent 13 people to jail for the weekend to give them something to think about, or I don't know, I can't remember exactly what her language is, but it was clear she wanted to punish them for their civil disobedience in trying to fight for our planet. Anyway, it's very terrible. Um, and yeah, apparently she said something like, she's not gonna give them community service because these people all do community service already. So, it would be inappropriate, which is, like, just the most bonkers thing. Like, come on. Oh, you, these people are all of service to their community, so what you're going to do is lock them up to prevent them from being of service to the community? Ugh. Anyway, uh, I, I'll have more to say about it, I'm sure, at some point. Um, but meanwhile, I just wanted to... Um, get this broadcast out so my mom has something to listen to and mom I'm proud of you and I hope you're okay and I'll I'll I'll, I'll talk to you not from jail very soon um so what is this what is this broadcast today well it's actually kind of appropriate now that I think about it uh so my mom is protesting um trying to get Biden to declare emergency for the the planet to get a climate emergency recognized etc 
And, uh, and this blog is called Gluttons for Our Doom, which is a little bit about Gen X and uh, growing up with an awareness that we're in trouble, <laughs> always. Um, and this judge, I believe, is a glutton for her doom. Anyway, I will read you the piece. It is called Gluttons for Our Doom. You will likely not be surprised to learn I was crazy for the Indigo Girls in my youth. When I learned to play guitar, it was Indigo Girls songs that I particularly focused on. I didn't learn the entire Nomads, Indians, and Saints songbook, but I got pretty close. In those days, we bought songbooks. There were no chords on the internet, since there wasn't much internet. Somehow, in the last couple of decades, I'd lost track of what the Indigo Girls were making, along with almost every other band I used to be into. I don't know what happened. I blame digital music and aging, I guess. So I thought I should catch up with the Indigo Girls. I added all of their albums from the last era to my New Moment playlist on Spotify, which is where I put all the music I want to make sure I listen to. Since there's a live album in that mix, I've been hearing some old favorites in addition to the new songs. Some of them I'm hearing differently now. Prince of Darkness popped up and I thought, damn, if this song doesn't sum up the Gen X experience. The Indigo Girls themselves are not technically Gen X. They're both Gen Jones, the OG Xers by a couple of years. But this all makes sense somehow. They're who we looked up to growing up. The Indigo Girls' first major label album came out when I was in high school, and Prince of Darkness wasn't on the radio, but it was a favorite for me and many of my friends. My place is of the sun, and this place is of the dark, and I do not feel the romance. I do not catch the spark. And the real Gen X kicker? Someone's got his finger on the button in some room. No one can convince me we aren't gluttons for our doom. This line was always meaningful to me. It was always that moment in the song, the one you'd wait for. But it strikes me now that while this concern was meaningful to my peers, this idea was not ever present in everyone's youth. There was a lot of doom talk in those days. Movies, TV shows, TV movies. There was a very popular poster of the mushroom cloud over Japan that folks hung up everywhere. As a kind of memento mori, I guess? War Games is a fun movie about possible nuclear annihilation, and we were so convinced the Russians were going to come for us that Sting had to write a song about the Russians loving their children too. The world seemed full of people who were greedy for doom. That's how it felt in the late 80s, and damned if it hasn't come back around. The nihilistic Supreme Court has rolled back Roe v. Wade and gun restrictions, and many other things that helped keep doom at bay. But here it comes. For the first time, the generations behind us are worried about nuclear annihilation, and Russia is a serious threat again. Are we gluttons for our doom? The thing of it is, and I think this is the thing other generations don't understand about Gen X, that song is actually about finding ways to live in a dark world. 
We may be gluttons for our doom, but we try to make this place our place. And our place is of the sun, and this place is of the dark. But our place is still of the sun. I think that's what people miss about us as a generation. We seem cynical and nihilistic, but we're actually weirdly hopeful. We know our places of the sun, even as no one can convince us we aren't gluttons for our doom. We will not be a pawn for the Prince of Darkness. We try real hard not to be a pawn for anyone when it comes down to it. I think most Gen Xers can handle the contradiction of living in a world hungry for its doom and still seek grace and light wherever we can find it. We're practiced at that double vision. Over on the Gen X subreddit a few months ago, a younger person asked us how we dealt with the ever-present threat of nuclear annihilation in our youth. They were starting to panic about what Putin might do as the war in Ukraine heated up, so they asked us, the generation who has some practice at threats like this, what we did to not go off the deep end. It was a weirdly hopeful thread. There was some snark, of course, but also lots of earnest words of advice for someone stuck in an anxiety that was new to them and old for us. We may be gluttons for our doom, but we'll help someone out of the darkness if we can. Okay, first of all, you know what song I'm going to do here, right? <laughs> like, it's probably incredibly obvious that it will be Prince of Darkness by the Indigo Girls, uh, which I will play for you in a moment. And the other thing I realized is that uh, I looked up the judge in my mom's case, and this lady is Gen X. And I, I, this is the thing. It's like the conservative Gen Xers. I wrote this whole thing about it. I, you don't know if you remember it. It was one about uh, the post about Howard Dean coming for Gen X and how basically conservatives really like fostered conservative youth in our youth and lefties weren't doing jack for, for us. So uh, this is why we end up with these morons <laughs> like Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett and this lady who sent a bunch of very nice people to jail for no good reason. Anyway, th- that it is weirdly, I, there, I think it's connected though, because there is a kind of nihilism in there like, who cares if we burn the planet down? Let's, it's not good for business. Like, I think, I think that's what goes on in, the, in those kinds of brains. I don't know exactly. It's like the Alex P. Keaton brain. Uh, younger people, you won't. That's a guy from Family Ties, played by Michael J. Fox in our youth. He was like the one, like, Republican person in this family. And he was a weirdo. Just like all the other weirdo Republican Gen Xers, who somehow are the only Gen Xers with power. Anyway, not the only ones, not the only ones. There are a few who have other. We have some others. Anyway, not very many, but anyway, I do think there is something like of a, of a nihilistic Ayn Rand kind of vibe that happens um, in, in conservative Gen Xers. I'm sure there's not a single one of you among my listeners uh, 
Although if you are, I'll be curious to hear your perspective on this. Nothing else. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so I shall play for you um, The Prince of Darkness. Meanwhile, oh, thank you so much for listening. If you like the blogcast, please tell someone about it. Like it, subscribe, review, share it uh, in the social media. Um, get on my mailing list. I never send emails on it, but maybe if I had a lot of people on the email list, then I would actually tell you things. I don't know. Maybe not. (laughs) Anyway, thank you again uh, for listening. And if you'd like to support this blogcast, patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis. There's Ko-fi, there's PayPal. All those links are in the show notes. If you'd like to help a struggling Gen X artist, that's the place to do it. So... I shall play for you Prince of Darkness because I'm still recovering from whatever this was. I might sound a little bit more Amy Ray than Emily Saliers in this particular recording, uh, which is great. I mean, I just like when I tried to record the first day of this illness. Well, I don't think I even tried to record the first day I had this thing, but the second day I was like, I couldn't get through the song A without coughing, B without just like a a river (laughs) coming down my face. Not of tears, unfortunately. Um, Although it it will do that to me sometimes, this song. Anyway, uh, it was fun to learn this. I haven't really attempted it since probably I was in high school or maybe college. and it, in tra- I, I think I normally sang mostly the melody, so it took me a, a little minute to figure out um, some of the harmonies that Amy Ray is doing, um, which was fun. And uh, yeah, when I first listened to it, I was like, oh my God, it's so fast. And then uh, I got stuck a little bit with it, and so then I sped it up a little bit, and then I listened to the recording, and now, now I'm playing it faster than the recording, which so funny. Anyway, tempo is a is a tricky beast. Anyway, it was super fun and um, good to be both Indigo Girls for a second. Although I do miss, you know, it would be great to sing with someone also. Anyway, here it is on guitar. Me and me singing Prince of Darkness. of the dark I do not feel the romance I do not catch the spark my place is of the sun and this place is of the dark I do not feel the romance I do not catch the spark I don't know when I noticed life was life at my expense the world my heart line up like prisoners on a fence my dreams come in like needy children tugging at my sleeve I said I have no way of feeding you so leave there was a time I asked my father for a dollar and he gave it a ten dollar Stayed with me for days.
cocaine. Someone's got his finger on the button in some room. No one can convince me we aren't gluttons for our doom. But I tried to make this place my place. I asked for providence to smile upon me with his sweet face. Yeah, but I'll tell you, my place is of the sun and this place is of the dark. I do not feel the romance. I do not catch the spark. My grace, my sight is growing stronger and I will not be a pawn for the Prince of Darkness any longer. to grieve and my heart flew from its cage and it bled upon my sleeve the cries of passion were like wounds that needed healing I couldn't hear them for the thunder I was half a naked distance between hell and heaven's ceiling and it almost pulled me For the Prince of Darkness any longer. 